You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately, and I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Welcome to OKSIS. We are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be related. I'm Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy as we chat about and comment on one another's current fixation of the week. Ready, ready sisters? sisters? Happy birthday to you, us. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday, dear OK Sis. Happy birthday to us. One whole year, Scout. Sisters, we have been podcasting for one year. Wow. That went by so fast. That went by so quickly. I can't even imagine a time where we didn't podcast together. I know. Look at us. Okay, so if it's your first podcast, welcome to our year anniversary. This has been quite... Quite the experience. Quite the experience. Let's, let's, let's do a little trip down memory lane. What is your favorite memory from OKSIS? I mean, you know that it's Heather McMahon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those Aperol spritzes. I felt like an Instagram story come to life. Yeah. What no, about you? That actually has to be probably. Okay, be more original. Come up with your own. My own? I think I'm going to say a funny one where we fucked up. Um, oh, great. <laughs> That's always funny. On our second episode, we fucked up our memory card and ran out of memory halfway through the episode. And then Maddie had to entertain our guest while I ran my ass off to CBS. Startup life. And it was so embarrassing. But she was Hustle. It was, Hustle it culture. Was good. It was good. <laughs> Hustle hard. It was really fun when we went to the USC conference oh that was God. really fun that was so fun it was fun we met a lot of young ladies it just made me feel nice and old yeah it really did those yeah. girls are young in those girls are sprightly yeah they're, they're young they're they're fresh yeah they are and we're we're over here. <laughs> we've been introduced to so many amazing female companies. Oh, my God. We've got Mara. We've got Today's Bites. Oh we've got God. Love AJ. Oh, my God. Love AJ. She was one of the OGs. And then we had Shawnee. We had Shawnee Darden. Okay, Shawnee was, I think, one of my first, like, holy shit, we've made it. No, you, you were, like, you <laughs> were was, losing. 
we should out have 30 out minutes early and that was highly unprofessional we should have waited outside oh we God, made everybody very uncomfortable <laughs> stop that they loved us no it wasn't good all right well and then we had lauren everett's bostic Oh, Pia Robio. Pia Robio was Vanessa a gem. Grimaldi in we her were in hotel her hotel room. room. That's like a top five moment for me. We were like snuggling in her hotel room with her. Yeah, it, it was, was so like cute. It was one of those really rare rainy days in LA, and we were just like snuggled in her it hotel room. It was very room. cute. It was very cute. Oh my God. We've had, we have truly had the best guests, and we've had the best fucking listeners. You guys, thank you for <laughs> putting up with us. For a year. For putting up with us. It has been such a transformative year i think for oh, me at least i think one of the one of the other highlights was going on chatty broads and talking about being bipolar that, i got to connect yeah. with so many of our listeners i even hopped on the phone with a few of them i've been texting them asking them how they're doing and i was yeah. really able to connect with a whole group of women on a completely different level that i wouldn't have had access to yeah that net that tapping into that network was really huge for us they have such a devoted community and that we're was able to open up the dialogue of something very important, yeah. which, I, which was and really I great. Think, oh, God, we've really found our groove, Scout. You and I just groove, grooving and moving. I mean, I just I think we because I was actually listening to our first episode. Um, oh, my God, I should do that a month ago or so. And I think it was actually still I think it holds up. I think it was great. But um, our energy was we we needed to find our energy and i think we've really come to a good place where yeah. we have that dynamic we have the balance of silliness and playfulness but also counteracting that with inf- information and substance and that's what i wanted that's yeah. what i wanted in a podcast i want to bring these really serious driven motivated incredible women into a more playful space where we can enlighten our listeners but we can also make them laugh at the same time and i just want to say the community that we've cultivated you guys are amazing every dm you send us every review you left on the podcast we're app, shocked that anyone is listening to we, this we're like <laughs> we go, we go crazy abyss. over every freaking comment and dm and review we get we love you guys we so love much you guys so thank you for this journey and there is so much more to come yeah we're not stopping anytime oh soon. hell no we're just beginning girl yeah um yeah so keep following along you know where to find us at ok says podcast on instagram and now twitter bitches oh jesus christ <laughs> also follow oh, me from good memes if you're new and you have no idea who's who on this podcast i'm scout and i'm maddie and we are sisters irl this is true and i'm older uh, yes <laughs> we ask every one of our guests who's older and they they actually have been, been guessing you lately, yeah they've been is, they've been just shocking it's usually you they've been guessing you yeah um it's just because i'm taller but i'm just so much how tall are you five like three <laughs> so i'm like not wow. even that tall i thought you were five four yeah I, I'm actually I might be five four and I just say five three because I, I think you're five four. Okay, well, moving right along. Um, anyway, so happy one year anniversary, happy okay, one sis. Year anniversary, Matt. I oh. love you. Do you love me more now that we've done okay, sis together? Hundred percent. Yeah, I love you way more now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. Why don't we say one nice thing about the <laughs> other? You bring out the silliness in me. That is very true. I've never seen this side, or I have obviously seen okay, this side did, to oh you. Oh my god, but I haven't even told you this. I was at a women's circle, a moon circle. Wait. And okay. <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to explain to you what a fucking I roll. I roll. Okay, well, you Continue. know what? It's great for setting intentions. Continue. Thank you. Wait, but. <laughs> Anyways, a I was at circle. a women's moon circle, and I was in my little circle. Were you guys? Was everyone like on their period? And they were syncing up. No, oh. we were not. Was it a full moon? It was a full moon. Got it. Jesus. 
fucking read something. Oh Anyways. God, shut up. We were in Don't you dare diminish my intellect because I don't know exactly what a moon circle is, okay? Okay, so let me finish oh, my story. Wow. So the theme of the moon circle was celebration. And so we had to write down something that we are celebrating. And I wrote down um, I'm celebrating our relationship because I really feel as if you bring so much more joy and like I'm looser around you. Yeah. I'm more energetic. I'm sillier. I'm, I'm more like unapologetically myself. And I feel like you've really brought out a very happy, joyful side to me that, Yay. you know, has been a little bit lost over the years. Oh, thanks, Scout. That's so introspective of you. And I shared it with my women's circle group. Wow. The moon circle heard it. The moon <laughs> circle heard it. <laughs> I am honored. Oh, wow. Okay, so what have you given me, Scout? I think you, I honestly have never met someone so focused and driven. Like, I, oh, my God. My dog just fell off the chair. She just totally. Damn, that was such a tender moment. She just fell off and the chair. And Scout, or, or Lola legit just fell off like, the chair. Like, tumbled off. She's good. Okay, Lola, are you drunk? What's going on? <laughs> okay. Anyway, sorry. So, I think before this experience, you know, I wasn't as close to your work ethic and understanding the inner workings of how you how you operate and how you function in a more business setting and I never understood just because with with your disease I've seen so many projects that you've abandoned and so to see you put so much intention and dedication to OKSIS it's been I mean, so much progress that you've made just since I've grown up with you and I've Mm -hmm. known you and it's just like a 180 from Mm -hmm. your, from 10 years ago, you know, and it's amazing that you've been able to stick so amazing, so, so with so much intention. I think that's the biggest thing. It was like so much intention and so much rigor with this project and it means the world to me because for me. I wanted more so to do this as a playful thing. I, I obviously was very serious about being consistent with it and, you know, actually following through with it. But you were the one that really pushed us and pushed us to take it so seriously and and be more strategic about it. And I don't think I would have done that if it wasn't for you. Mm-hmm. And also, one thing I always say is you celebrate Every fucking little win. So something I don't know, listeners, if I've like said this before, but I, I struggle with see seeing accomplishments and recognizing them and internalizing them and feeling pride for anything I do. So that's something I'm working on with my therapist. But um, Scout has been a really great balance to that because you remind me of these little small wins that we really should be celebrating as we live in the journey like right now we're in it like we're in the actual path to whatever is in my mind of what okay sis can flourish to be but we need to be enjoying these moments yeah. as we lead up to it so you would that is what you've given me scout thanks oh my god that was like the sweetest thing you've ever said to me i know don't expect it again. No, <laughs> I was gonna say, can we have a moment of silence for this? Moment situation? of silence for because it's never my, happening for again. my empathy. It'll happen again on our two year. Our two year. <laughs> See you in a year. Um, great. So let's. I do want to tell a story. We're we gonna have, move on we from have the anniversary. Most fantastic story to tell you today. 
Yeah, and so Scott reminded me of this story, and I cannot believe we've never mentioned it. I so know, it's, it's a good one. Let's let's start let's off. Backtrack. Let's backtrack. So we have always had a family Amazon account, which I just want to say, with pride, I have never used it. Well, that's just your your fault because yeah. it is an incredible account, and it has everyone's credit cards on it, oh and you can just use any of them at that's your own dismay. Okay, anyway, so <laughs> we have a family. We have a family Amazon. Everyone's connected to the Amazon. And one day I go in and I see a dildo in the cart. A pink dildo. A pink dildo in the cart. Or is it a vibrator? I think it was a vibrator. It was a vibrator. It was a vibrator. It was a vibrator. It was a pink vibrator. And I was like, oh. And literally, I didn't think twice about it. I just thought our, it was our family's head crazy. babes. I thought it was our mom's. Because our mom's crazy. She's very sex positive. And so yeah. she, I was like, yeah, this is head babes. She's like probably, you know, just buying it for her active, sex too life. active sex life. So I didn't think anything of it. And I just, I kept moving it to the, to the saved. You know how you can move yeah, it? Because yeah, I yeah, wanted yeah. to purchase things. So like it was kind of going back and forth in the cart and the saved. And no one was really talking about it for a couple weeks. And then our stepdad did a mass group text and said, hey, we're creating a new Amazon account (laughs) for the kids and then an Amazon account for the adults. And I was like, "Okay." So I just still kept, you know, going about about my day, went on the new Amazon account. All credit cards have transferred. So I'm okay with the new one. (laughs) And now, now one day I'm like, hey, like. Why did we make a new account? Like, I never questioned it. I didn't know. And Stephen's like, you know, we just, we noticed the vibrator. And, <laughs> you know, we don't want to shame, you know, like, sex sex shame anyone. <laughs> but, like, we just don't want to see that. And I was like, oh, yeah, I saw that. Like, whose who's was it? And Natalia, our, our stepsister and my, and my stepdad was like, it was yours. And oh, my God. Like, so good. What? So this was like this was like a mystery for a long a time. Nobody so, would no. own and up to like, put the vibrator like, wait, 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 in the Amazon. Wait, wait, wait. I was account. like, no, 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 it was not me, guys. And they were like, what do you mean? Like, yes, it was. And I said, no, it wasn't. It was Heather. And Heather was like, no, it wasn't. So we all were so confused. We had no idea who put the pink vibrator in the Amazon cart. It was a mystery. It was for so long. For so long. A y- the next year, I think actually two years. I don't went even by. remember whose it was at this point. Oh, so you don't know what happened? You know, we solved the mystery. I know, but I totally forgot. So we're in England. I think it was this past year. We were in England. And our stepsister comes up to me and she says, oh, my God. We figured out don't, vibra- don't, vi- don't vibrator name, gate. Don't, don't, <laughs> but don't name the specific step sibling of who it was. You don't know the story then because oh. it's not a step sibling. Oh, then I don't know the oh story. Oh my god. So Scout literally doesn't even know the <laughs> end to this <laughs> this story. We were all we would joke about it. we were like it's Aaron's like he's getting it for his girlfriend. Like we were just we would be so funny about this vibrator. So it was apparently one drunken night our stepsister Natalia and her friends were just like drinking and her one of her guy friends saw her Amazon account up up and put the pink vibrator in the cart um, to fuck with us. Um. And he didn't tell her until a couple of years later. He's like, hey, whatever happened to that pink vibrator that I put in the Amazon? Oh, my God. And she freaked out and oh told us. Oh, my God. So mystery solved. 
and everyone blamed it on me, and it was very disrespectful. I mean, my first guess would be mom. But 100%. That's why I was like, wait, Because like, you would never buy a pink vibrator. No, fuck that. Do you want to know what, what I blue did? One. Do you want to know what I did in college, which was, like, really funny? I had my roommate, and we had never bought um, vibrators before. It was more of, like, a dildo vibrator. It was, like, a big situation. And so we went to the sex shop together to buy one, and we're like, let's buy matching ones. And so we got matching purple ones, and then when we got home, we were like, Wait a minute. We need to be very clear about where which, e- one, which one is whose. Wait, like, why did we buy matching vibrators? And we had a whole we had oh. a whole system. You had to like put a hat on the door if you were masturbating. Oh, dear. Oh yeah, it God. was like a okay. whole situation. This is just <laughs> all right. <laughs> this has gone into. This has gone into a sphere. <laughs> 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 I know, really, the, the politics of masturbating when you have roommates. We figured it out. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a tricky well, one. Well, because we went to Sarah Lawrence. There were no dudes at Sarah Lawrence. Yeah, so, so like it there was, was no sex happening. Yeah, yeah. It so was it just was masturbating. Right. Okay. Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Noted. <laughs> uh, so everyone now knows Vibrator Gate of twenty seventeen. Wow, it's been that long. Uh, I don't know. I'm making up that year. I think it was then, though. Don't you, like, aren't you confused by people who are like, well, this happened in 2012. I was like, how do you even know what year shit happened? I don't know what <laughs> year 2012 was. You know what I mean? Like, we broke and up in 2011. And I'm like, what f- are you talking about? And the fact that 2012, like, I, I, whenever I hear 2012, I'm like, that was last year. Like, I just, like, I can't believe that was almost yeah. eight years ago. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Anyways, don't want to think about that. Um, Okay, so let's move on to our guest. Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh, baby. Oh, yeah. So we had Lindsay. She is the founder of Bite Toothpaste Bits. Try to say that five times fast. No. Bite Toothpaste Bits. Bite Toothpaste Bits. Bite Toothpaste Bits. They are this, like, deeply sustainable vegan toothpaste company she not only wanted to create a product that is good for our bodies but also good for the environment so no plastic it was harmed in the making of any bite toothpaste product um she gave us some and holy shit one the branding is just impeccable like no let me tell you i hate brushing my teeth i'm like a fucking obsessed with these things I yeah love, it makes you excited to brush I your teeth i love them i'm gonna get the membership yes the member yeah the membership i can't wait to go home yeah. and show them to adam and I then i need to love them too i need to do get the charcoal ones because um charcoal is really good for hangovers oh, i don't know right. if the toothpaste i don't, the to- I, don't I don't know if the toothpaste <laughs> she just starts ingesting <laughs> charcoal toothpaste eating the charcoal toothpaste to help with my hangovers no but um she gave us charcoal as well yeah amazing, amazing. And it was just really interesting to hear her progression because she was a tv producer and then she just kind of became like thrown into this sphere and became so I mean so knowledgeable and did so much research I mean it was crazy yeah I mean she's the definition of an entrepreneur the you know side hustle of it all and then her just take it was so proactive and so and she was taking initiative and really understanding the ingredients and what goes into Mm -hmm. these products because she was a newbie to the field which I always say is probably the best way you can enter an industry because you are so naive about it and I mean, you it depends like you don't want a new well, surgeon that would not be okay good. you knew what i fucking meant okay, all right scout. anyways Lindsay was so just precious and yeah you're gonna love it such and a gem I, i'm like obsessed with my bites i'm not kidding i, I know you're like a little I crazy eyes so right much. now it's like wild <laughs> um no this is a good convo so we love you sisters. enjoy 
sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie, like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans, and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once. The white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. You can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. You have to be talking about Whimsy and Roe, right? Whimsy and Roe is an LA-grown, eco-conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes, and Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute. I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring summer collection and we will be living in it all summer long. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. Lindsay McCormick is the CEO and founder of Bite Toothpaste Bits, 
Bite is on a mission to become the world's chicest and most sustainable oral care brand. Lindsay founded Bite when she was traveling all the time for her job as a TV producer with the purpose of keeping harsh chemicals out of bodies and plastic out of our oceans and landfills. Bite wants everyone to understand that this simple swap can make a huge difference. Without further ado, Lindsay! What an intro. Thank you. It's so nice to meet you It guys. is so <laughs> nice to meet you. Thank you for being here. Okay, so like my first question that pops up into my head after I saw this intro, not that, you know, we're going to talk about Bite. Were you a TV producer for The Bachelor? I was not a TV. I had oh. some friends who were TV producers for The Bachelor. I was on House Hunters, which oh is a kind of a different... House Hunters! <laughs> yeah, there we go. We like, were just it's a different guilty pleasure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about how... Uh, well, I've never been into... Ha- home oh, renovations it. except i just watched scott disick's new oh. reality tv show and it is premium <laughs> it is actually <laughs> yeah, but so see, good i watch house shows not for the talent but right for, for the, the homes, homes. Yeah. right the homes that's what it's like it's house porn right yeah, you just want to see how other people live you want to see beautiful things i love like i like reno shows because you see the before and after and you're like so good if they did that i can do anything with mine you Absolutely. know and then it gives you hope it does and they make it, it look does. so easy and they're they just like it's like quick they're like oh the renovation's that's done it. and i'm like but like oh. it's not it's it's not easy it's like we yeah i don't know if i would want to do a reno no. Yeah, oi. And we then we were talking about how um, JoJo, JoJo and, and jo- Jordan, Jordan. We we're like, like, what, are, God, their what are their names? Um, just started a house show Cash as well. Pad. Cash I have to watch that Wait, one what's too. that? I uh, see. I have not watched TV in so long. I'm embarrassed. But wait, what is this? What are what are we? Talking? So JoJo and Jordan from The Bachelor. Oh. They just started a new house renovation. But theirs is interesting because theirs TV is show. what they do is they don't do houses. They do Airbnbs. So they redo rentals for mm-hmm. people to then Airbnb out. So people own these things, but the purpose of the property is to be rented out as an Airbnb. Got it. So they up the value, and they're and so at the end they're like, you can make X amount per night. Oh, see, yeah. and that's so cool too, because then you can like you can make some for like you can show all different aspects of your personality and like different things yeah. as opposed to being like this is my house that I have to live in all the time you could be like well, I'll do one that's all nautical you know at right. the beach and one that's that would be kind of fun yeah. that's kind of fun so fun oh, yeah. I love that so we this is like totally off tangent but we after watching too many renovation shows, my boyfriend and I bought a Mercedes Sprinter like one of those big vans oh and God. we were like like, because my background's in housing TV, and, like, we watched also a bunch of, like, reno YouTube videos. We're, like, we're just going to make this, like, a tiny home, and we're going to, like, this was before Bite went viral, before everything went crazy, and we're going to, like, travel the U.S. and, like, live in this badass, like, tiny home van and just, like, have solar panels on the roof and, like, live our lives from national parks. I had never taken a reno on, like, not for, like, in my profession. I would sometimes do renos for, like, TV shows, but never personally. It was such a project. It was just a van, but it took us, like, it literally was, like, it, from, like, six months to a year we were yeah, working I mean, on I it. And it was, like, we have it. Oh, we have the van. It's here. Now you, we have it in L.A. Have you, like, we should. it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it has, it's fully, like, kitchen inside, queen bed, li- like, recessed lighting. Oh like, it's so great. And, like, solar panels. It's totally, like, as green as we possibly could be. It's going to run off, like, you know, uh, solar. It does run off solar. We have a hot water shower, like, the oh whole thing God. in it. That so is so cool. You know, we don't have time to take it out or anything. <laughs> But, like, but it was it's great. It's completed to look at. <laughs> it's completed. Exactly. But that was the thing. I felt like I was so 
the lesson I learned from that is that I thought I would be one of those like reno people where like I'm I see the potential and right. I'm gonna like fix this up and I'm like I don't want to be anywhere near a renovation no, it, ever I mean, again. It's like although it's you know so the only problem is I'm on Zillow constantly just checking houses out because I'm obsessed oh. with houses mm-hmm. and the problem is, is that I'm so picky so mm-hmm. I find something I'm like well I don't like that I don't like that but I like this I like this so I have a feeling that when my husband and I do buy our dream home one day we're probably going to go through some sort of reno just to get it perfect of course no you will yeah. for yourself but can you imagine doing that over and over and over again as your career yeah well for the career it was actually i liked it better for a job because i was like i was getting paid for it and it was someone right. else's money and someone yeah. else you know like i wanted to make true. sure this i was like this is my money and i'm putting my time into this and i was that like this is, is so and every decision of, is like so big like i don't know what kind of outlet do you want i don't know i thought I outlets are all the same but they're not they look different and you have to choose <laughs> yeah. and you're like yeah. oh my god yeah so the, it was the, the overwhelming decision decision fatigue but i will say then when it's all done you're like this is amazing and it's like it's worth it and you can get a way better deal right like you wouldn't be able Mm. to buy out front what you could make so. yeah and it's a good bonding activity yeah. <laughs> you know? wow like, look at this little there you tangent go. we went on <laughs> we i went love it so well versed we in the reno world i yeah. love it i love it yeah. okay current fixation okay Ooh. i'll start because i always start um so my current fixation is the instagram account average fashion blogger I think her name is Corny. Is that her name? I don't know her name. I think it's Corny. But she is she is divine. So fucking good. She did this one video where she's like, This is how you get a nose job without actually getting a nose job. You take blueberries and you stick them <laughs> up your nose so they puff out. Now if you really want to get realistic, saute the blueberries, then stick them up your nose so blood comes out so oh people will know <laughs> that you got surgery. She is she phenomenal. Is out of control. She is so funny. She just where is she? Like where she, is she in the world? She's in LA. We should get her on. Is she, she really? Um, she basically just makes fun of fashion bloggers essentially. Mm-hmm. She's like I paired these ripped yoga pants with this ripped shirt because there's two rips and I she's just <laughs> she's so funny. That's fun. That's she's good. She's like good. I could watch her for forever. Yeah. Oh, I love those Instagram yeah. accounts. Always good to find. Yeah, exactly. You when know? you're like I'm sitting in bed Sunday morning, you just, yeah. just scroll. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, my current fixation is a new podcast. It's called Gloss Angeles. So it's by past OK Sis guest Sarah Tan, who is the beauty editor at Bustle, and then her also fellow beauty editor Kirby Johnson. And I honestly get horny listening <laughs> to them talk about skincare and now beauty. that is a compliment i mm-hmm. mean i just i could listen to them dish about their favorite trends and skin and uh services and just the plethora of knowledge that these two women have because they have tried it all but they come from such a non-superficial space mm-hmm. and they're actually looking to help people and Guys, like this, it's this is a gold podcast. It is incredible. I have to listen to it because after we got our facial stay, which we'll talk about on the next episode, I'm yep. I'm kind of being inspired to actually s- go crazy with my skincare. I feel like this have this is like an every other week you say <laughs> this and then nothing comes of it. Okay, well, you know, you should be supportive of me. I'm very supportive, but I just like it's just it, it's not realistic at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I've been working out for five weeks. When did we go from working out? Just things that I <laughs> things that I do and then I drop off and then I do again. Got it. Got <laughs> it. Baby steps in the Noted. right direction. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so okay, so we're manifesting a skincare regime for Scout. Yes. Great. Don't Good. know what to purchase first, but I'll figure it out. I feel I'm. I've told you what to purchase first. You know what to purchase. 
Okay. Well, we'll figure it out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, listen to Los Angeles. It is fab. Such a good name. These two. I, such a such good, a good name. name. Mm-hmm. When I saw that, I was like, damn it. Mm-hmm. Damn mm-hmm. it. How did Maddie's I not think of this? dream is ruined. She did not start a podcast <laughs> called, called Los Angeles. <laughs> like, literally the best <laughs> name. So, Sarah and Kirby, we love you, and we wish you all the success. Yes. I'm going to amen to that. Yeah. All right, Lindsay. So my latest vaccine, speaking of spin, <laughs> I can speak, I swear. <laughs> skincare would be, so I bought an aloe vera plant. I don't know. Have oh. you, like, it's very natural granola hippie, but I started, my Italian mother swears by it. And so I bought one and I cut the leaf at night and then it like, you can cut it in half and just put it on your skin. And I swear it's changed my skin over the past I've been doing it for like the past two weeks where it's like you wash your wash my face like I always do and then instead of putting like I use an apple cider vinegar toner Mm -hmm. but then instead of putting oil directly on it I'll do aloe vera and I sleep in it and I only do it a few times a night but it has like it's so hydrating but doesn't make me break out because I've tried argan oil I've tried you know all of the oils literally all of the oils and i break out and so i started this and it's been like a game changer so i okay. guess that's my and i like that yeah because it's basically you're free oh yeah like 14 dollars at whole foods and it will last the rest of your How life if you plant? take care of it it's so cute too it's <laughs> like i would say like the size of that trash can uh, like half the size of that trash okay, can and it's like it's like so decor yeah, yeah, yeah it's like oh yeah i can't yeah, like i was foot. gonna say with looking at my house <laughs> like a little cat like, like oh yeah, yeah. podcast yeah. right <laughs> 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 it's a really smart <laughs> Um, the trash can's the size of a plant, yeah. guys. <laughs> 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 it's an aloe vera oh my plant. god! Wait, so are you into like natural skincare? Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, trying yeah. to be. Yeah. So especially with, you know, what what we're trying to do with bite mm-hmm. and what like just my body as well. Mm-hmm. I just really want to get the the harsh chemicals as well as like the pl- like packaging out of the equation. And I'm like, there is a plant that is good for my face. Let's that just like do plants this. are the best things in the world. Yeah, yeah, let's try. So and I'm like, I'm always I try things all the time but if it's not gonna work I'm not gonna keep doing it you know so it's always so exciting when you find something that you're like ah it works you know and then you want to like tell the world about it I love it so that's that was kind of my holy grail product with um, Mara oil so we had Allison McNamara I want to die I know I'm almost out too I'm I'm scared I'm scared so she makes an all natural algae oil and well the one we have has retinol in it and it has truly my face has never glowed like this ever. It is incredible. You guys are glowing. Oh. You're both. Glowing. Well, we just got facials, but yeah. thank you. Your skin looks amazing. <laughs> also, shout out to um, Allison for getting engaged. Yes, she did get engaged. Yeah. We wish you the very I best. Know. All our past guests, Lindsay, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna get some shout outs. You're gonna get some Don't worry. Girl. Don't so worry. Tomorrow, oil. Yeah, Mara it's oil. so oh, good. It's so yeah. good. That's awesome. If you go okay. to Credo Beauty, which is like a natural beauty store on um, 3rd, uh-huh. they have it there. They also have it at the Now. I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm obviously the <laughs> yeah, Mara Oil <laughs> spokesperson. <laughs> so they're good. marketing person Do you have a discount here? code? <laughs> I know we need to get one. Yeah, we should get one. Oh, yeah, you're it just works. like, you no, want to like yell it to, like off the top yeah. of the roof. You just want everyone to do it. Yeah. I know. And it's so hydrating. I know. It's very mm-hmm. hydrating. Okay, retinol is very drying, right? I've never yeah, so retinol, retinol, this one. retinol is a very drying ingredient. Got and it. you're supposed to put on like a crazy moisturizing um, cream, moisturizer after okay. a hydrating moisturizer. But hers is a, is an oil. So it essentially just goes on like a moisturizer. Mm-hmm. You don't need to put anything after it. It is divine. Divine. And put it on your neck too. 
Oh, yeah. And your boobs. Here. Yeah. Everyone oh, forgets the boobs. Oh, I don't mm-hmm. do the boobs. Decolletage. Oh, Dude, God. this is the first to go. You know those, like, old ladies that are, like, crinkly on their boobs? That, we don't want that. No, I got to keep my boobs looking good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have great boobs. I didn't get the, I didn't yeah, get sorry the gene. About that. Yeah. Um, okay, so before we get into you, I want to talk about my experience with the dentist. Yes. So, um... <laughs> Tell me. Lindsay, you're a dentist, <laughs> <Yes>. right? <laughs> no, but I do want to hear. Yeah, let me tell you all about my oral hygiene situation. So um, when I was still on my father's payroll, I did not have dental insurance. Oh, health insurance. Yeah. yeah, so I went to the dentist for the first time in like a million years. And they're like, it's going to be $13,000. No. So I called my dad. I'm like, dad, it's going to be $13,000. And the first thing he says is, fuck that. I'm taking you to Tijuana. So I go to Tijuana to get all of my cavities filled and my wisdom teeth pulled out and my cleanings and my x-rays. And let me tell you, it's fabulous. There's a taco shop across the street. Very nice facility. Everybody's a dentist. So you don't get like some stupid assistant. You know what I mean? You get like a real dentist. Yeah, they know what they're doing down there. Mm -hmm. It's just so funny when I tell people that. (laughs) That our dad <laughs> goes to fucking Tijuana. So he lives in San Diego. So it's like I was gonna say, I have friends drive. in San Diego do the same yeah, thing. I like I was Diego. like, this is very like, normal. This I, is normal. Yeah. But I'm like, he's the most Jewish dad. Like he's trying to save money by going to fucking Tijuana. It's just so. We're going again hilarious. in a few weeks because I works, need a cavity checkup. There you go. I if mean, it works, yeah, it works. Whatever. So why? So here's the thing. I'm I'm not a dentist. I just talked to many dentists <laughs> and I read a lot of dental studies to formulate our our um, tablets, but. What was the reason that you had so much going on in your mouth? And I mean, also, did you get a second opinion? I mean, well, I guess you did because you went to Tijuana. It's also really embarrassing. I had um, 10 cavities. <laughs> Moment of silence for Scout's 10 cavities. <laughs> but okay, I also just want to point out that that's my natural like teeth. Yeah. I literally got all 10 cavities taken care of. Okay. And two months later, I'm like, oh, we got another three going no. on. I swear to God. You don't even like what? What are? Where do cavities come from? Okay, sugar, I have a question. I don't eat sugar anymore. Don't I want to know what you do. Okay, few things. One, yeah, do you like? Yeah, <laughs> let me, let me, let me talk because I can tell you for real about what's going. On. Do you like sip drinks throughout the day? Just like water coffee? and a little bit of coffee. Yeah. Okay, so here's the th- so. <laughs> Again, not a dentist. However, when you are like sipping like Starbucks throughout the day or sipping on even coffee throughout the day, you're constantly screwing with the pH in your mouth. And you're, the pH in your mouth is what makes it so like is a helpful thing for cavities not to start happening. And so if you're sitting there and you're sipping on your, like what I used to do when I was like a TV producer, I would sit on a like a latte all day long you're constantly putting sugar and your your mouth constantly has to fight it no sugar no sugar in my coffee it changes the acidic so Mm. basically cavities thrive in an acidic environment so when you're drinking um coffee you're making your mouth more acidic so that means any bacteria that you have on there that's already a problem is it's not like it becomes like more powerful and so what you want to do is make it basic and so a lot of toothpastes are basic which then change the pH of your mouth so one of the best things you can do to not have to worry about cavities as much is eat 
like this sounds very like when dentists say like eat and then brush your teeth it's because you like eat and then you brush your teeth so you get all the bad food stuff off of it and then your mouth returns to normal ph so there's no chance for those cavity causing bacteria to start doing what they do so um so for you for people who have a healthy diet there there's totally genetics come into play as well right but if you have a healthy diet and your sister doesn't have as many cavities then one of the things that you could be doing is if you're sipping on coffee all day you're just constantly like bombing your mouth with a pH that it can't handle yeah. and it like never gets to go back to baseline where it can defend itself. Whoa. Yeah, well, no one told me that. They just told me it was $13,000. No. <laughs> That's <laughs> so, I'm sorry. That is yeah. insane. Okay, so this is a great this transition. A great segue, great to, talk segue yeah. to talk about bite. Um, They're so cute. So my first question is, how often do you brush your teeth a day? So for me, yeah, just twice. Okay, but so you're not insane. Like after every meal, no, God, okay. no. And so that's the thing. Dentists will say if you have like you know weak enamel, then you really need to brush after every God. meal. And that's why, like on the back of a lot of things, they'll say two to three times a day because you're supposed to brush after lunch. But like, I've literally never yeah, brushed after lunch in my entire life. Like I consider it because then like, you have to use public bathrooms, and that's disgusting. It's disrespectful to your time. It's just no. Um, okay, great. So I want to talk about the transition from TV producer to bite. Where did the idea come from? So I was traveling all the time as you know, working on House Hunters, and I was going through those little tiny toothpaste tubes because when I was fly anywhere, I would just fly for a few days, so you don't want to check luggage, carry on only. And I was like, this is so wasteful. And I wanted something that, A, I could travel with that was easy, and then, B, that wasn't contributing to the, the world's plastic problem. And I started thinking about, you know, what, like, this habit that had become, like, so, like, you know, predominant was actually doing, like, or how much our things add up. I was like, this is not, it's not sustainable. Like, it's not sustainable for me to be contributing to this, but also, like, as, like, all of us. And so I wanted to come up with alternatives. I started looking into um, tooth powders and other tooth tablets, but they are either packaged in plastic or they had ingredients that I couldn't really get behind. So I was like, I'm just going to make my own. And so I bought a tableting machine and I started taking online chemistry classes and then talking to like every dentist and dental hygienist who would give me the time of day. Like seriously, I was like hitting up friends that I like went to summer camp with who became dentists, you know, I mean like I'm still friends with you on Facebook. Like, you know, what do you think of my formula? And just talking to them about you know, what's effective and what they can get behind too. And then finally came up with the uh, formula that we use today. And it was like, I was still working as a TV producer. So I was filming all day and then like literally pressing tablets all night and or like taking online chemistry classes at night. And so then um, when we would get orders, I would bottle them myself and put them in the mail and ship it out. So, so what were those first orders like? Were they online? How did you market? Yes. How did you get your first customers? So we're still totally online just from our website, which is um, bitesbits.com. But we, I started it like just for myself. Because when you start, I started investing in all this equipment and I was like, this is getting expensive. So I'll probably put it online and see if anybody wants to buy it. Right. So because I wanted to solve the problem for myself of plastic toothpaste tubes in landfills. And um I am eventually like zero waste, oops, sorry, zero waste bloggers started picking it up and vegan bloggers started picking it up, totally found it on their own. Like I had no SEO, I had no anything. Literally my website was like a Shopify template with iPhone photos and like they found it and they bought it and they told their friends about it. And so um, that was like the beginning of, of outside of friends. And then 
um, what really happened like that kind of pushed us into a new stratosphere was when women's health uh, picked our like brand up and started made a video for us and that's when it was just like kind of went crazy so how did you know what to put in the formula because obviously you're you're taking chemistry classes but this is not your background this is not your expertise um and there were probably vegan options for toothpaste before was like that was that the template you were going for like how did you know what to even put in it just so much research so much research like it's really amazing what you can find online now like everybody like there's you can find dental studies you can find you know like really like huge like I guess just like studies and um, you can go into patents and see what's been also done before. Right. So you can get actually like formula breakdowns. Um, but for me, what I wanted to look into was like the clinical testing that's done with like our two main ingredients, which is xylitol and erythritol. And basically xylitol and erythritol are two sugar alcohols that um, actually repel like the bacteria that causes cavities. So well, one of them repels and one of them basically makes your teeth so slippery. So when you use xylitol, it creates like a film like it helps basically make it so that cavity causing bacteria can't make a home in your teeth it just mm -hmm. kind of in the simplest terms it makes them slippery and then when you use erythritol it actually kind of like repels them mm -hmm. so using those two together and like there's pretty extensive studies on these that they've done you know with um adults and children that say like this is true this is what happens and so when you're not going to be using if you do not want to be using a fluoride-based toothpaste this is what dentists recommend which wow. is kind of what yeah how we learned and like I was at the dental the California dental convention a few oh months ago yeah like in like the oh my god was it so nerdy I just it feel like it'd be like such a cute like little nerdy place it was, but I was the worst. I was the nerdiest because, yeah. like, I'm there and it's You're all dentists. Out. Like, they don't care. Like, this is their profession. They have yeah. to be there. And I'm in the front, like, taking notes, being like, mm hmm, this is what I thought, you know? And that's so I was so like, cute. this is, yeah. Most so precious. that's, you know, it was, it was, it's, it's, it's yeah. <laughs> I have a question. Are those two ingredients in regular toothpaste as well or no? Yes and no. So they are actually, they are not cheap ingredients to work with. So like that's one of the reasons why our um, tablets are not as cheap as commercial toothpaste. When you're looking at commercial toothpaste, they use like the cheapest of cheap ingredients. That is not xylitol and erythritol. But there are commercial toothpaste, like there are toothpaste on the market that use xylitol. So um, who did I see? Uh, oh my gosh, the Schmitz. Schmitz, yeah. Schmitz, their new toothpaste yeah. is fluoride free and it has xylitol, right? So that's great because that's what makes fluoride free um, What's toothpaste. Why, why is fluoride free good? It depends. Okay. Some, some people want it, some people don't. Okay. Like it's definitely up to like the consumer, the consumer and their dentist and what they want to do. So we're 80s, I'm an 80s baby and it's crazy because when we were young, it was like fluoride, fluoride, fluoride. You have to use fluoride. Um, and I think, oh my God, I'm going to quote this and it's going to be off, but I think it was like there was a one in six chance that kids like 80s babies um, at least from a certain area, had fluorosis because there was too much fluoride. Mm, and look, like it's the whole way that the medical community medical community talks about it is that the poison's in the dose, right? So it's like it, you water can kill you, okay? You know, so it's like sure. if you have so much water, that can kill you. So it's like it's I don't want to like be 
discrediting the medical community. I feel like that's a very dangerous path people go down. Um, But what I will say is that it is a choice. I don't use fluoride. My teeth are not falling out, you know, and I have like a really crappy diet. So it's really up to, like, that's real. It's like up to people and what they want. So, yeah. And so that's why we, our first line is fluoride free. We are working on a fluoride line as well. The big thing for us was animal testing. So um, a lot of fluoride toothpaste are tested on animals because it's way cheaper to test on animals than people, which was something that we would never do. So it's a way bigger expense for us than. Got it. I just, I just realized I want to back up a little bit because some people listening to this might not know the concept behind bite. Can you explain what it is? Yeah. (laughs) Because it's, it's definitely, it's, it's a, it's it's a unique form (laughs) of toothpaste. Very unique form of toothpaste. I, I'm vi- I'm gonna try it tonight. And I'm, I'm gonna like, try it tonight. I'm like excited to see what it does. Like yeah. why tablets? So dry or er, bite toothpaste bits are dry tablets, um, and they are meant to replace commercial toothpaste that we're all used to, which is actually anywhere between forty to seventy percent water and glycerin. And so the th- great thing about when you take water out of the equation, you don't have to have all of the harsh preserve like harsh chemicals and preservatives to keep out the um, like bacteria that grows in water, which means we can then use natural flavoring ingredients and we can use stuff that's like basically just way more natural than what you have to put to like cover up the gross tastes of the chemicals that are in commercial toothpaste. So ours are sold in a glass bottle with an aluminum cap and that means there's no plastic in our product at all because one billion plastic toothpaste tubes end up in our landfills and our oceans every single year. And the crazy thing about that, that is the volume of 50 empire state buildings in landfills and oceans every single year just from toothpaste tubes that's which is bananas and it's like i feel like people are really becoming um more aware of the planet's plastic epidemic and so what like when i came up with this like i feel like plastic is really having a moment right now and i think that that's amazing like people are really understanding like the plastic free revolution is having a moment which is amazing but when we started this like you know two years ago it still was very fringe and so it's been so like inspiring to see this grow and that the fact that consumers are like I want you know my daily habits to not contribute to you know yeah. more plastic and landfills and like decrease you know, kind of doing de- that like decrease thing. our carbon footprint and yeah just like I just I think it's on everyone's for it's on everyone's mind right now mm-hmm. is sustainability how can we shift just little habits to contribute to a cleaner world that's so true wait, I um, wanna beg, but wait i know so wh- what ha- what happens how do you yeah oh there we go <laughs> i forget like, i'm like when you're like, like in do it we so much just <laughs> chew it yes. and it brushes our teeth no, so they're little tiny they're little like package. little tiny pellets i guess if we wanted to say what they were kind of like like a smarty does you think everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. they're like sense. a little smarty and you pop it in your mouth and you bite down on it and it's going to turn into a powder like it kind of just uh, just a few chomps it'll be a powder and then you use a wet toothbrush and you start brushing your you brush the powder and it will start foaming up and there's a natural foaming agent in there that will help basically get the good taste to go all around your mouth because it's like you know minty and it'll start foaming around your mouth but also the foaming agent helps get the food debris and everything out of there as well so that's what yeah and so basically so cool bite brush smile repeat i'm thinking about it just on the standpoint of like we we just throw away these plastic tubes and that you know contributes to the landfill mass and all that good stuff and i'm looking at this bottle right here which by the way your branding's impeccable impeccable and i'm thinking to myself what can i use this when i'm done with my bites 
so like, many good can things. I put my medicine in here yeah. and use it as a, you know, how can I recycle this bottle? Mm-hmm. Which but is you great. Can, so you can upcycle it, but you could also, we have a refill program. So oh, it, we send compostable refill packets. So on our subscription plan, which actually ends up being only seven fifty a month, and that includes shipping, we ship it to you, and then you just use a compostable refill packet, and you can either put it in your home compost. If you don't compost, you can put it in, like, some Starbucks has compost, and same with, like, Whole Foods. You can mm-hmm. put it in their compost. Or um, it, if it does end up in a landfill or marine environment, it's marine degradable, so you don't have to worry about any sea turtles. Like, it will go away. Mm-hmm. So that was – we really wanted to, like, end-to-end make this the most sustainable toothpaste company on the planet and so there's a lot of things that we've tried to do to just kind of you know mitigate our like impact yeah. and one of them was definitely having a refill program yeah. but I actually used my bite bottle so I have so many obviously I have so many sitting around my house I put coconut oil aloe vera and jojoba in it and it's my on-the-go moisturizer i didn't bring it because i don't have it but it's like my little like moisturizer thing and i just bring in my purse oh you know so whatever oil for lube i can use this as a traveling lube bottle there you go there you go boom sorry just thinking out loud no point earth wait (laughs) there you go point Point earth (laughs) yes helping scout orgasm (laughs) across (laughs) the world I don't know. I just had this idea. It's like a cute little bottle. It's like no. Nice it's so cute. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put my Q-tips in there. I'm gonna put my cotton mm-hmm. pads to wash my face. Look at, look at us. Oh. There's really no reason not to get it. It's it's you know I I you don't seven fifty a month. That's a steal. That's incredible. You were talking about how it was a little bit more premium of product, but that's that's a hundred percent justifiable. I f- also, I feel like yeah, I feel like the toothpaste I buy is like fifteen bucks. I don't know. Oh. Yeah, I also that, that's also thing. It's such a mindless right. purchase. Like right. you're just kind of like, what? We've Where actu- do I find? We've actually said on this podcast before. You've said it before. You said, why isn't there anyone disrupting the oral hygiene world? Because there's Did nothing. I? Yeah, you've said this before. Because you're like, there's nothing sexy about brushing your teeth. Yeah. And this is Bite. this is making it sexy. Yeah. yeah. So talk to us about that shift. Like, how are you able to put sexiness? into brushing your teeth because we all know it's a fucking chore well i think it's that's when we were coming when i was coming up with this and actually my boyfriend did all the branding he's now my co-founder as well and we wanted to make sure that it was something that was better for the planet but it doesn't do anyone's good if no one wants to use it so we knew like we needed to make it fun and it didn't we didn't want it to be you know kind of the way a lot of these really eco-friendly brands end up looking you know like comic sans and whatever you're like ah we can't do that it has to look it has to look fun and sexy and get people's attention and when you see it on your shelf it should make you happy you know it's like it's the first thing like when you think about brushing your teeth it's such an intimate thing that we've done every literally every day of our lives from three until death you know and it's like you should like it and you should like the product that you're that you like you wake up and you see it and you go to bed and you see it and like why does it have to look like shit like it doesn't it shouldn't look like you know it should look cool and it should be like good for us and good for the environment and so it was like like for me personally especially coming from you know tv but my background like I've always been really interested in conservation like I'm vegan and I've always been like you know, wanting to just have an impact, like, on things. So it was, like, if we're going to do it. Let's do it. Let's make way. it cool. Yeah. yeah. And, like, let's make it fun because that's the let's only Let's hit all the boxes. Care. That's so true. Yeah. It's what? very Instagrammable. 
Oh, for sure. Very, I was we'll saying, be, I we'll hide be. my toothpaste in, in a oh, cabinet. Oh, that yeah. Is that, not shit, on my that shit is not and like making why? the cut. But, like, why is that? It's so crazy that we're just like, that's okay. Like, because, yeah. like, our face wash looks cute. I know. Like, our, you know, and, like, cute. everything else looks cute. Mm-hmm. I know. Okay, charcoal. Mm-hmm. Ta- like, talk to us about this charcoal toothpaste craze and then about your product in particular. Yes. Why is it good so for oral ho- hygiene? Charcoal is fantastic. So, when you, like, charcoal particle, if you looked under a microscope, it looks like a billion caverns all together on like a little ball right because it has like a huge amount of surface area and what's great about that is like that's why if you have alcohol poisoning if you have poisoning you take a charcoal tablet yes it, it works up everything oh my god it works so well yes. and it's the best hangover yeah pill. exactly the best you've never shared this with me i know i i don't know how i have it it is if you take it before you go to sleep after a night of drinking you'll wake up perfect sucks it all up sucks it sucks it up and so what we took that you know charcoal toothpaste has been around for a long time but we want it it makes complete sense basically because you have this super porous little particle that then helps like scrub off and i say scrub people always talk about how charcoal is like super abrasive it's actually it's it's not it's way less abrasive than dentin but it's it basically helps like like a sponge like sponge off your like surface stains so whether it's like red wine or coffee which are two of my favorite things or um you know it just helps like detoxify that whole area and like sc- like scrub it all off so mm-hmm. in the winter it's what i use all the time yeah i don't feel like i need to use it as much in the summer because i'm not like overdosing on coffee because <laughs> it's like the shorter days i feel like i need so much more coffee um but yeah it's uh it's definitely good for people with surface stains and also it just helps detoxify, yeah. detoxify your mouth so let's kind of go into the business side of everything. So you're an entrepreneur. How big is the team? Is it just still you and so there boyfriend? are now four of us. Okay, and so it's my boyfriend and I, and actually his cousin, and then um, we have a girl who came in and who does like customer support and help with like a bunch of other like logistics stuff. Mm-hmm. She's amazing, and it's the it's the four of us against the world. So wow. we're self funded. Well, we were self funded. We just recently raised a very small amount, literally from friends, and we did it because we don't. We didn't need to. We're profitable and we're, we're doing well. Like, that's a thing I think when you kind of accidentally find yourself into these kind of situations where you, you know, I had a job in TV and I left to do this. It's like because you do have a product that's that's like selling, you yeah. know, and so we didn't have to raise. But we wanted to have a reason to get really smart people around the table that we could like talk to and ask like the big questions to. So we took like a little bit of money from some really good friends that we think are really smart and then we you know ask yeah, them for so some mentorship mm-hmm. and some guidance exactly because yeah. you guys want to scale i mean this obviously is resonating with people mm-hmm. it's a very i think you guys got into it at the perfect moment mm-hmm. with the plastic craze and it's phenomenal what is it like working with your boyfriend yeah. <laughs> i get that question a lot it's it's good right no it's great <laughs> it's we are very much like you have to divide and conquer. Mm-hmm. You cannot. We work very well side by side. 
like I'm working on this stuff, he's working on that stuff. And when we try to come together, it's obvious, it's so much hard. You live with them, you work with them. It's like so much. So we try to divide and conquer where he stays in his lane and I stay. In, and he, it's, he does all of the branding, all the aesthetics. He's coded every part of our website. Like he's like, his is like the, the aesthetics and mine is very the product and the sustainability and connecting with our customers and understanding what they want. And so we have two very, very different skill sets. Um, and that's the thing he knows, like all the trend and everything. Like I'm like, I have no idea. I, like yeah, go wild. Yeah, yeah, and so we like we basically have been able to divide and conquer, and that is when we're at best. Yeah. When we, you know, and I think that anybody working with like a spouse or even a best friend, it's like uh, you guys, you work together. Yeah. Do you divide and conquer? So what we always say is that I think contrary to what you would think when you're working with family you're so much more raw and you're so there are no like worrying about hurt feelings or treading lightly you know you're not filtering yourself like if I don't like something I'm just like no like I'll scrap that and we're like okay move on I don't have to be like oh how am I gonna tell this person that I don't like this and think and you, you know there's all that is just gone yes. with your family where you just can be completely raw with them. But I them. think we're also really lucky because I think a lot of family members and spouses can't work together. Yeah. Like, no, I, I don't think... I, I don't couldn't th work with my boyfriend. I don't think my husband and I could work no, together. No, 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 no. I don't no, think we but it's, that's. I think we have a very interesting dynamic. Mm -hmm. And as sisters, like, as blood, I think it's a little different just because... We grew up together. We know what makes each other's tick, and we know what our, our preferences are, and it's just it's just, it's real. It's like, yo, I don't like this. Okay, move on. It's right. not yeah. bullshit. It's not beating around the bush. I think that's a really good point. And it kind of almost has, I feel a lot of times with my boyfriend too, it's like we almost have the superpower because we live together and we work together, which means we can just be working all the time. And like, we're still spending time together, which is bad. But when you're in a company, especially in like a competitive space and you really want to have like a big impact and try to like change the world and change people's habits, like you need to be working all the time, you know? And so that's kind of, we are able to just, we're together and we go like what you were just saying when you were like you can say that it sucks we're really good at that like yeah. he'll be like Lindsay that's a terrible idea yeah. and I'll be like actually that sucks you know yeah. and it's like <laughs> well, there's no beating around the bush or putting that emotional labor into like right. how do I do this so Confront I think this person I don't yeah. know how I would do it if it w I don't know how I would build a company if it wasn't with like someone that I already had like a deep I don't know yeah it'd be tough yeah that'd be like a whole different world yeah yeah mm -hmm. amazing um talk to us about I mean now that you have this funding what are some next step plans like have you guys thought about retail space in stores or a retail space or maybe some cool collabs like what what's next for you guys so we're our fluoride line is one of our biggest initiatives right now which is super exciting but will be a really big challenge for us which we know and we're going to be doing a kids line mm -hmm. and then um also like new flavors because we want to make it fun like we want to make toothpaste fun and so um those are going to be like our big main things. Retail is on the horizon, but I can't say anything about it. But <laughs> that's what will be 2020 will be a really, really great year for us. So we're and we're kind of 2019 has been like the whirlwind of it. It's been really great as well. But like it's everything kind of starting to come together where you're just like, OK. But the thing about retail for us, like why we've purposely pushed it off is because we like love our commu like direct communication with our customer right. and yeah. we've learned so much from them so like we went we recently went 100% palm oil free and the reason we did that is because our customers were like hey you're this eco-friendly brand you say that you have like relentless standards like why are you using palm oil and we we're like well it's eco-cert you know and that's why I used it it was like eco-certified and then turns out like 
yeah, there's some issues with the certification process, which I wouldn't have known if I didn't know to scratch the surface if that wouldn't have been from our customers being like, you need to look into this. And having that, and I'm so thankful, and then we went from realizing that that wasn't something that we wanted to be, be behind to having the new product to market within four months. And that's what's awesome about being like a small, like scrappy startup is you can move really fast. Mm-hmm. When you go retail, it's a whole different th- thing, you know? And so we've pushed it off. But I'm thinking that, you know, with our brand ethos, like, we want to make the biggest impact that we can. And, like, that is kind of pro- probably the next step. You know, Shark Tank is very anti-retail. Mm-hmm. Whenever they someone are. goes into the Shark Tank with an idea who's selling really well on e-commerce and online, and they say, Arnett, what do you what do you need the investment for? And they say, I want to go into retail. They're like, no, don't do it. It's a tricky It's tricky because it's, you yeah. know, you direct to consumer is so valuable. As you said, that that constant flow of communication, you are literally right there with the consumer. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are ways and there are really creative ways to blend into, re- and if it's the right partner and if the right collab i mean you guys i don't doubt you're gonna figure out the right person and even make your own space and like ex- yeah, let's yeah. Like, oh pop-ups are so fun yeah. we like daydream about yeah. pop-ups no, you guys, yeah i feel like th- this branding i can already see the pop-up like this I is know. just like you guys such yeah. a pop-ups are so up your alley we're yeah. just so and like there's really great ones in venice like we're right in maria del rey yeah. and oh, so there's one yeah. like, get on abikini i know Get on but Abikini. It's like at the same point, I feel like we have so many things. Like, there's it's like so many things, so little time. Yeah, you know, and it's yeah, like just what do it all. Yeah, what are we gonna have to prioritize? No, I so. don't worry about you guys. This yeah. is like saving the world. I am so I can't excited wait for tonight to go brush my teeth. I know. I'm excited. When was the last you? time? <laughs> what was the? Uh, this is the only time I've ever said that I'm excited, excited to, brush to brush my, my teeth. teeth. Like, yeah, what me the fuck? too. What the fuck? Anyways. Thank you so much for being yeah, here, Lindsay. You're amazing. This, thank you for so doing this and taking the time. Um, and thank you for creating such a cool, sustainable product. Like this is not this is not common, and and it's really hard to do. So we appreciate you over here at OK Sis. Okay, tell everyone where they can find Bite and you and everything. Yes. So Bite is just bitetoothpastebits.com or Bite Toothpaste. We got that too. It will redirect <laughs> you right to our site, and then on Instagram as well, Bite Toothpaste Bits. And uh, that's that's where we are. That's where you are. That's where Love we it. are. And you can find us at OKSIS Podcast. Thanks, sisters. Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalglish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair, and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you you change the dialogue in your life. Tune in every Thursday to I'm Not Your Shrink wherever you listen to podcasts. While I'm not your shrink, I am still human and I'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together.